I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John Peters, very much. Good morning, everybody. It's a great morning. It's beautiful out there. It's a little cool. And that's nice after the oh, stickiness of the last couple of days. It's nice to be with you today. Give me a call. We're going to talk gardening for the next, uh, well, starting in about a minute and a half and running for the next two hours after that, almost two hours. And the phone number, Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. He's doing everything for me. Thank heavens for Mike Bass. That's what I say every weekend. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. 800-288-9227. All right, so this has been a spring to remember for the Sperry family, and I now can tell you why. I said yesterday on on KLIF on my program there and uh, to our pastor who does a birding feature and uh, at the end of the program every week, please don't divulge, but uh, and he knows full well uh, what we've been going through and uh, a few others do, especially those who live in McKinney. My wife was up for re-election to the McKinney School Board yesterday and to be very candid, Lynn was up for re-election again and she was soundly re-elected yesterday, 62% of the vote and was celebrated. In fact, the other two incumbents also re-elected with 58% of the vote. It was a, a uh, sound statement that we don't want out-of-town PACs coming into our city. And I rejoice for Lynn. When Lynn is sworn in at the next school board meeting, she will begin her 40th year on the McKinney School Board, and she has served tirelessly during that time. And those who disparaged her during the campaign and said she was too old, she does more work in a week on the school board than they have done in a lifetime for the schools in McKinney. And I congratulate my wife. I'm so proud to say I'm married to that lady because she is the hero in this community. So anyway, congratulations and to Amy Dankel and to Stephanie O'Dell and to the others in Collin County who were up against the same pack and won. Most all won, and congratulations. So anyway, it was, a, it was a tough day. Lots of school board races, lots of city council races across the state. And to all of you who voted, all 10% of you who voted, that's just pitiful, American. That's just pitiful. But congratulations to you for making this happen. And uh, to the other 90% of you, where were you? Uh, didn't take that long to get ready for the Kentucky Derby. We ran for election and still watched the Kentucky Derby before we got to the election count a little bit late. <laughs> but anyway, all right, I'm done. That's it. And uh, we, um, we are glad to have that behind us. All right, we begin our program on Sunday mornings every Sunday with a visit with Steve Huddleston, public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, and Steve is waiting right now. Need to get him on and off the air so he can get to church, and we're going to church this morning, and it's going to be nice to be in our church. We've been so tired, not able to go uh, some of the Sundays, and so it's going to be nice to be back. Steve, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. Yes, sir. And so I will begin with a question. What's happening in the garden? Well, plenty. Uh, one thing we have, uh, we have some new landscape installations along the new pedestrian walkway in the center of the garden. And then near the uh, east entrance to the Japanese garden. Uh, we have a variety of trees, shrubs, and perennials in these locations. It's really going to be pretty. Um, this is in the very center of the garden. Uh, very soon, uh, the adjoining Maintenance compound will be removed, and we will start our family garden there uh, probably late in 24. Uh, so anyway, this is just literally paving the way uh, for that new family garden, and uh, so this pedestrian walkway will go past that future family garden, and it's looking very nice. It's shaping up. Throughout the garden, we have uh, six animal topiaries on display. Uh, these are planted with different types of plant material. Uh, we have a camel, two butterflies, an iguana, a cardinal, and a bison. Uh, these remain in place through mid-June. And other than that, we're planting summer annuals. That's fabulous. Lots going on. There's been a lot of planning that has gone on on behalf of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden in the last couple of years, hasn't there? 
Oh, very much so, yes. Yes, sir. And you're going to talk about a featured plant. Folks, if you don't know this plant, um, well, anyway, I'm not going to shame you by it, but this this is a popular plant. Tell us about it. Well, and it's common, but you know what? I, I love these so much. I just mm-hmm. I, I can't help mentioning them. This is the, the Southern Magnolia, and they are blooming now, and the fragrance is wonderful. It fills the air uh, in the Leonard Courtyard. We've got a number of uh, Little Gem Magnolias around that courtyard and in the Beggs Courtyard. And then we have the very uh, giant uh, species across the street from the restaurant. Uh, they're magnificent, and those blossoms are as big as a dinner plate. They are beautiful. They're fragrant. It's just a wonderful plant. Uh, you need plenty of room to grow the standard magnolia. Uh, we've got another variety on either side of the rose ramp. That is Claudia wannabe. Uh, I guess it's a wannabe magnolia, but it is a magnolia. Uh, those are big, stately, pyramidal-shaped magnolias. And then, of course, the little gem gets about 20 feet tall. So three different cultivars, three different sizes. Uh, there's one for every situation, uh, but they're just beautiful this time of the year. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a really great uh, uh, plant, and um, the uh, neat thing about it is all the variety now, even down to teddy bear, which is a really dwarf yeah. type, and and uh, Dee Dee Blanchard is a really pretty one that I like a lot that uh, isn't used as much as it should be. I think it'll probably come aboard. So lots of good things going on there, and uh, so yeah, that's great. Uh, look- yes, one correction: uh, that variety on either side of the ramp is Claudia one. Wanamaker. Who, who, who corrected you? I didn't want to, but who corrected that no, for you? I'm looking at my notes here. Yes, it's, it's not a wannabe magnolia. It is a magnolia, and the variety is Claudia Wanamaker. Yes. <laughs> Very good. That's a good one. All right. And, uh, you know, I was I was just thinking, that's the uh, state tree, I think, of Mississippi, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they get a, a state tree that, that fills the air with beautiful uh, fragrance. We get a state tree that <laughs> fills our nostrils and makes us allergic. So, uh, yes, oh, well, calling. that's the way it yes. goes. All right. What events do you have going on? Well, today is the second day of Dog Days in the Garden. That is from 8 to 6. Guests are invited to bring Fido or Fifi to the garden to give them a new leash on life. Regular admission required for humans with an additional $5 per dog. Members receive free admission and pay $5 per dog. Hydration stations are available across the campus. Today, from 10 to 4, is our spring market. That event will take place in and around the garden center. There will be a number of vendors, uh, artisan vendors, selling their wares. And then, of course, through July 30th, we have a wonderful exhibit called Zim Sculpt that features more than 100 contemporary sculptures by several dozen Zimbabwean artists. In fact, we have two of those sculptors on site, chiseling, filing, sanding, creating sculptures as you watch them. Uh, And all sculptures on the grounds are for sale. Some of them are as large as seven feet. Uh, They would make a nice focal point in somebody's garden. We have smaller pieces for sale in what we call the marketplace, which is a large white tent uh, in the parking lot in front of the Japanese Garden. So there's something for everybody there. It's a wonderful exhibit through July 30th. Fabulous. All right. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right, and that's a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth, folks. And if you are used to coming to the Fort Worth Zoo, instead of turning south, you turn north, and you're right there. I mean, it's the trees that you're seeing. It's uh, it's amongst the trees and west of the trees, so easy to find. All right, on the Internet, how would they find you? Yes, fwbg.org. All right, and if they're out and uh, have their phone and would like to get a 24-hour recorded uh, message, how would they do that? That is 817-463-4160. All right, and this has been Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and our friend for many, many years, and I appreciate you, Steve. Well, thank you. All right, have a great week. Talk to you next week. Thank you. All right, sponsored today by Callaway's, as is this entire hour. Our friends, your friends at Callaway's Nurseries. There are Callaway's Nurseries in every neighborhood around the Metroplex. It's just a great bunch of people. Everything is in full bloom at Callaway's today, and that means it's time to bring home fresh color. A gorgeous landscape begins with premium plants. And uh, they want to suggest to you that Callaway's has what you need for outdoor success. Stop in today. Discover their beautiful selection of blooming Cora XDR Vinca in an array of cheerful colors. They just, they're, 
equal to summertime. When you think of summer, you think of Cora XDR Vinca from Callaway's. They're heat and humidity-loving flowers. There you go. It sounds like yesterday, doesn't it? Probably today. They add a pop of instant color and rebloom all season. They're a Texas favorite in flower beds and in containers. In addition to their beauty, they're super easy to grow. XDR stands for Extreme Disease Resistance. You can add Cora to your landscape and then enjoy them all summer long. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best in flowers, edibles, trees, and shrubs, all backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So try something new. If you're looking for some help for your spring garden refresh, try Pick and Plant, a convenient service where you shop for your new flowers and trees and shrubs and leave the planting to their experts. Also, I might add, this not my ad copy, great place to uh, great place to shop for Mother's Day. Shop at any of their community stores in DFW. And for those of you in the greater Austin area, great news. Callaway's has opened a store in Cedar Park. And they're looking forward to meeting you. They're open seven days a week for your shopping convenience. Serving Dallas-Fort Worth for more than 35 years, it's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully, Callaway's.com. I'm Ash with Callaway's Nursery in Southlake. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Ash, very, very much. And let me uh, give you the phone number. I'm going to catch myself up here and... uh, We'll uh, get the program really underway here in just a moment. I'd like to hear from you. If you would uh, give us a call, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We have uh, have a couple of lines open. Mike Bass is ready to answer the phone and and get you lined up and ready to go on the air. The wait will be minimal today, I think. And uh, so please give us a call right now, if you will, please. 800-288-9227. And if you can hear me, you can call me toll-free. I talk about anything in urban horticulture. I don't get into pastures as much, but I certainly do uh, anything from houseplants to to, uh, uh, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, lawns, landscapes, the whole works. And I'd love to hear from you right now. 800-288-9227. Let's fill those phone lines right now, please. 800-288-9227. 9227. I think a lot of people were up late last night because of the storms and because of the election results and just a variety of reasons. So 800-288-9227. If you are uh, wanting to plant new turf grass, your time has arrived. A little muddy right now probably in many parts of the North Texas area, but this is the time. It's now warm enough that the uh, uh, new sod will take hold quite quickly. And uh, also, even new seedings, if you wait until you can get the, uh, the, the ground ready, uh, will take hold well. I like May very much for planting new turf grass because it's still cool enough that you don't have to worry about the, the grass just frying out there uh, in, like it will in the summertime. You can plant in July and August, but oh gosh, it's a, just a, a labor to try to keep it properly watered. And it's better to do it in May, early June than it is later in the summer. So uh, for seeding Bermuda or for sodding any of the the warm season grasses, uh, Bermuda, uh, the uh, uh, hybrid Bermudas, Zoysia, uh, or St. Augustine, the time for planting, the best time is is now, the next six weeks or so. So it's a, uh, the race has begun. Get it, get it underway. And uh, I know that there's a lot of take-all root rot out there. We can talk about that as well. Uh, but uh, for planting of new turf grass, this is the time. Let me tell you about my book. It is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. And uh, you won't find it in stores. You won't find it on Amazon. You will find it at my website, neilsperry.com. And you'll also find it on sale right now for a limited time more. I decided just to leave it on sale for a, a while in the spring to help people who need some help after the two brutal winters that we've had and also just with the tough economic times right now. So it's 36 and uh, this is a book that's that's the price of the uh, fifth printing this is the sixth printing of the book and uh, thank you for that also let me just say thank you it is a hardback 344 pages 840 of my photos it was printed in texas and uh, i self-published this book because i wanted to have carolyn sky as my editor and cindy smith as a graphic designer and I might add that Cindy did the uh, design work for all the things that we had for my wife's re-election. That's how much 
uh, we think of her work. She's just fabulous. And Carolyn looks over everything that I do that requires any great eyes and any great editorial. And that's why I wanted both of these ladies in this book. Eleven chapters that cover chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter two is the calendar, the 48-page calendar telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of your plants. What pests are likely to show up and when do you put out the weed killers, etc., etc. Chapters three through eleven are very detailed chapters on trees, then shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. You should be successful if you will follow the guidelines in this book. And the guidelines are pretty extensive because, like I say, 344 pages. There are more than 25 multi-page uh, uh, charts in the book to help you pick just the right plants. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny that you spend on this book. Thirty-six ninety-five sold uh, 78,000 copies so far. Uh, probably approaching 79000 not one request for a refund yet. Now, here are the two ways you can buy it. You can order it on the phone by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. Or if you want it by Mother's Day, call by noon tomorrow, and we'll get it uh, in the mail uh, Tuesday morning first thing, probably tomorrow afternoon. That's 800-752-4769. 800-752-4769. Then the other way you can order, you can do it right now, is at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. It is Communion Sunday at our church, and we hope you'll join us today. There are services, there's a service going on right now. You missed that one, 8 o'clock, 9, 10.05, and that's the one that also live streams. If you want to go to sharingtheheart.org, and uh, he will help you commune at home if, uh, if you are not able to come to the church at 315 North Church Street in McKinney, 315 North Church Street in McKinney. Um, and uh, or sharingtheheart.org. That's at 10.05. And then at 11.10 is the, the last of the four services, and uh, uh, that is uh, the one that we are able to attend once I get off the air, and we can get there. So that's very, it's a historic old church in downtown McKinney. So it seems like these days temporary storage facilities are on every street corner. However, let's do a little bit of math. For what you're paying in yearly costs for that storage room, you could own your own metal storage building, and you own it right in your own backyard instead of down the street somewhere. How's that happen? Well, it happens with a Mueller Backyard Building. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble. They have a bolt-together design, and they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. Their kits come in a variety of sizes with more than 30 colors from which to choose. They add style to your storage space. If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. See all of your options at MuellerInc.com, M-U-E. L-L-E-R-I-N-C, MuellerInc.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. They're Mueller, they're made in America, and they're made to last, MuellerInc.com. 
Neil Speary and Callaways go back since our nurseries opened. And I'm Paul with Callaways in Richardson, the very first Callaways. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Paul, very much. I was there the day they opened 35 years ago. That's cool. That's all I can say. That was really cool to be able to say that. First call, William and Richardson speaking of. Let's go there. William, this is Neil. How can I help you? Yes, sir. Uh, I've got a perpetual problem uh, for probably the last five years with uh, fungus in my yard. It, it starts every year in about the same location, kind of behind our back porch on the west side near a uh, garden. We, you know, uh, But it's it started soon this year. started about maybe two weeks ago. What and, does uh, the grass look it, like? Uh, the blades turn yellow, very yellow, All and right. it spreads. All right, that is, uh, since it's happening at this time, William, I'll guarantee you that is take-all root rot, T-A-R-R, take-all root rot. Yes, it uh, hit the scene in the mid-1990s in our area. Really? Uh, when you look at the lawn from a distance of 20 or 30 feet away, it's just in blotches of yellow, uh, anywhere right. from a few feet wide to, to 20 feet wide, and there will be green grass in among it. Uh, right. It is a disease of the roots. When you when you pull up a runner uh, in the affected area, they'll they'll come loose fairly easily, and you'll see sure. that the roots are dark. They they don't look healthy. Uh, wow. It the reason it uh, comes back in that same area each year in these same areas wow. is uh, generally because those are areas that are a little bit lower. It may only be half an inch lower or something. They they're a little wetter or the soil is a little tighter, or there's just some mi- minor difference in those areas. Uh, oh. Maybe a little, sh- in other people's yards, a little shadier in the area where the take-all root rot is a problem. But for yeah. whatever the reason, the grass is weakened, the St. Augustine is weakened, and the and the grass yellows in the spring. It's a cool season disease that will uh, generally go away as it gets warmer, but it weakens the grass every year, and so eventually the grass will die, and, and uh, yeah. so you need to deal with it. The, the control for it is a fungicide by the gangly name of azoxystrobin. Uh, for the time being, I can tell wow. you that the only uh, consumer product that has it is a Scott's Disease X, E-X, Disease X. Yeah. And so that... Yeah, I mean, I've that, used it, yeah. Yeah, and that is the best thing that there is. It's a tenacious disease, and and so that, that's the best we have. We used to recommend putting an inch of peat moss on the soil, on the surface, because that would acidify the surface. It is a disease that is not uh, common in, uh, in acidic areas over in East Texas, but more and more it has become a problem across the entire state, and the peat moss is expensive and it's cumbersome, and the, the peat only suppresses the disease. It doesn't, doesn't kill it. Uh, the uh, azoxystrobin will kill it, and and so you're on the right track. You're just going to have to repeat it. Uh, generally, is there any variety of uh, is there any uh, variety of of the Augustine grasses that might be more resistant I, or? Resistant? I don't know. Uh, there hadn't been enough testing that I've seen. I'm uh, I have seen a little bit of early testing that that might uh, might give us some hope, but I, I need to do a little more homework. Uh, maybe I'm it's sure. out there, and I just haven't found it yet, but. Okay. I have I have been rather tied up by what I mentioned early in the program, so I need to do my homework now that I'm freed from that captivity. Disease X by Scott. I've been using it uh, for about three years, but it seems to work slowly, and so I've been treating it, you know, well, through the system. Yeah, you need to you need to get at it as it's greening, starting to green up in the early spring. I've got to hit a newscast here in a couple seconds, but you need to get not wait until you're you know you don't you don't sit around and say, well, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. You you get at it early on in the game. I need to run, but that's the best thing there is. I really appreciate your call, Jack and Grand Prairie. I'll come back to you in a moment. Stay with me. We'll be back. DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820, WVAP. And KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. A Cumulus Media Station. Trending now. Mall shooting update. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WVAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather. On the ones. In Denton, an accident is blocking the right lane of I-35 northbound at FM 3163. And in Arlington, an accident is blocking the right shoulder of 360 southbound at 20. 
Your WBAP forecast today, mostly cloudy, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Some may be severe, highs in the mid-80s. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, lows in the upper 60s. Right now, it is 71 degrees in both Dallas and Fort Worth. A shooting at the Allen Premium Outlet Mall yesterday leaves eight victims dead and several others injured. Fox's Alexandria Hoff reports. Medical City Healthcare is the hospital that's been treating the wounded victims. And what we've heard over and over again from witnesses and first responders is that their very first thought yesterday was, please do not let there be any kids who are hurt. The hospital says that the ages of those injured ranges from 61 all the way down to five years old. No information has been released on the individuals who died at the scene as of yet. The suspected shooter also died for a total of nine deaths in the incident. Governor Abbott will address Texans ahead of the expiration of Title 42 at the southern border next week. Title 42 expires on Thursday. Governor Abbott will be joined by the state border czar, Texas DPS, and the Texas Military Department during a briefing planned for Monday morning at Austin Bergstrom Airport. Title 42 is the Trump-era policy that lets the U.S. expel migrants over COVID concerns. Senate Republicans say lifting the policy will lead to a further surge of immigration at the southern border and are concerned that border officials will be overrun. Clayton Neville, WBAP News. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Our next news update at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with Newstalk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2, home of Hal, Jay, and Ernie in the morning. Thank you very much. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now and invite you to get into their store tomorrow morning. They are fabulous. Open 10 to 5, 6 days a week, closed on Sundays. Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway. In fact, just south of Tom Thumb. Birdie, Cheryl Miller. Don't call her Cheryl. Birdie owns and operates the store, and she is class. She has surrounded herself with a staff that's been, many of them have been with her since the day they opened about five or six years ago, and they know birds. Oh, they know wild birds, and uh, they will share all of their knowledge with you. Uh, you'll find the finest in bird feeders and bird seed and, and uh, information, binoculars, books, uh, decorative garden items for your uh, wild bird enjoyment. You'll just love this store, and you'll love the camaraderie when you go in. They'll greet you by name if you've been in there a couple of times. They have all kinds of savings. They have uh, 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 bird clubs. They have programs in the store for their uh, for their uh, uh, guests uh, a lot of times on Saturday mornings, an hour before they open. It is just a great place to enjoy one of the finest hobbies in the world. It's Wild Birds Unlimited. And uh, so I hope you'll get in and, and take a look around at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. Let me tell you a couple of things that I've, I get there that I uh, really like. The high perch hummingbird feeders are the best hummingbird feeders you have ever, ever seen. They are made to last and they are fabulous. Uh, secondly, they're, all of their feeders are designed wonderfully. This is a national uh, business and they have a uh, design staff that is just great. They understand how to design to uh, feed the birds and keep the, the unwanted visitors away. Uh, but take a look at their different uh, feeders. Look at their cylinders of different uh, bird seed. Uh, take a look at the uh, Woodpecker's Feast. It will draw woodpeckers into your backyard. It's the most fun. We uh, have uh, we have seven uh, feeders up at the same time, and, and uh, two or three of them, depending on the time of year, will have the Woodpecker's Feast, and there will be a woodpecker on every one of them. It's just so much fun. Just a great delight. Wild Birds Unlimited at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway in McKinney. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. If you're not informed, then you're out of the loop. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. You get a night like last night when there is a storm coming through and you wonder, what am I going to do? The old roof is just giving out. You don't have what you can call a house if you don't have a roof little piggy you're just not going to not going to have much of a house left and you need a wortham brothers roof on that house to make sure that you have the best roof in town we have a wortham brothers roof on our house and we are thrilled you will be too they've been around since 1986 installing roofs all over north texas 125,000 roofs how about that how many have i installed not a one 
I wouldn't know the first thing. Most of us wouldn't. That's why you need to go with a company that has the experience, that has the reputation, that is going to be here. This is a second-generation family business. Nobody gets it better than Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. The best brands, the best technique, and just everything is just superior. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Ask them how you can uh, improve on, on the roof that you have had. For example, we got continuous ridge vents. I didn't know what that was. Well, bad on me. I just haven't been paying attention. Uh, we, we have that. We have the, uh, the, the heavier impact-resistant uh, 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 shingles now, uh, the uh, composition shingles, and that has saved us a ton of money on our insurance. We don't have, um, we're out in the country, and we don't have a fire uh, a hydrant anywhere near. And, boy, that really has saved us a lot of money. So they're just things like that that they know to suggest to you, and they give it as an option. It's not a demand. It's an option. They help you. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. Proud to recommend them to you, wbroofing.com. 972-562-5788, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. News Talk 820, WVAP. 99.5 FM HD2. And WVAP.com. Okay, so I'm going for the trifecta here because I have a third advertiser I'm going to tell you about. And once again, we are customers. We are full price, paying customers, and thrilled with the product, Sunburst Shutters. We've had our Sunburst Shutters now for... Uh, 13 years, I believe it is, and love the product. I knew when I saw them, because we were in the market for some kind of new window treatments, and I knew when I saw them, this is going to be great. I couldn't wait to tell my wife about it, because we had been talking about what we can do. The old window treatments were just given out. They were not any, not not attractive, not functional any longer. And uh, when I met uh, the, uh, the folks who own and operate Sunburst Shutters, I said, this is going to be good because they are really nice people. These are made of poly wood. It's a man-made material specifically for shutter application, and they are the people who have it. Nobody else. Sunburst shutters. Polywood is uh, for uh, the uh, plantation-style shutters that are two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inches uh, wide. You get those big plantation-style shutters, and you don't see many lines when you open them up. That's really great for looking out in the backyard or if you uh, are on a, a golf course or out in the country like we are, you get a nice view out into your landscape. That's nice. And it also means that you uh, uh, can, can shut out the cold, shut out the heat, shut out the light if you're trying to sleep a little bit late on a, a summer morn. So all of that is just great. And every one of them is custom fit to each window opening in your home because tape and bed work is not precise. That's why I like Sunburst Shutters. You'll have your own reasons. 214-343-2601. Let them bring samples to your home. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Nathan Smith from the Mansfield Store, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Nathan, very much. All right, we're going back to the phone lines now. Let's see. We are going to line two, I guess it is, and that would be Jack and Grand Prairie. If you'd like to call, I'd love to have some calls now, and uh, so we will uh, tell you that the uh, line three is open at 800-288-WBAP, 800 800- Two eight eight nine two two seven. Call right now, please. Let's go to Jack in Grand Prairie. Jack, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Neil. Um, my first question is: I uh, I took a um, tree ring uh, from around my Schumard Red Oak. Mm-hmm. Um, took it down in a way, so I've got the um, the soil and mulch and uh, stuff that I put in there over the years, and it's compacted around there so it was still um had its shape of the ring and i started um taking a garden rake and kind of pulling it apart and spreading it out and then i ran across uh, a couple of roots probably uh, maybe a half inch um in diameter and was just wondering can i expose those or should i keep them covered with dirt um, the soil, that sort of thing. 
All right. What is your ultimate uh, goal for that uh, square footage that's beneath the tree? What well, do, do with it? Um, ultimately, I'll be um, uh, I, I, I the grass is starting to get thin around it, so mm-hmm. I was going to expand um, the thing and then just cover it with. Uh, a mulch or a gravel, uh, <clears throat> not quite sure yet, but um, that would be the ultimate goal once that done. Now, whether I do it this year or wait wait to see, because I've trimmed up the bottom limbs, so I'm getting a little more sun in the area. Uh, but I know eventually I'll have to, you know, do something along those lines because that grass just isn't going to get enough uh, sun. You're seeing our footprints ahead of you in this path. We've all been there. <laughs> we we understand. Everybody listening, I think, if, if you have a shade tree, you eventually get to this point. Um, I would encourage you to go ahead and do it because it won't get any better. The tree will grow back in where you thinned it, and and uh, you'll feel better if you go ahead and do it. And my, my point being, uh, if, you're, if you're going to put mulch in there or if you're going to add a little bit of soil to kind of round out that and, and feather down that, that ring, that cylinder of, whoo, that's weird, you know, kind yeah. of a thing. Uh, I'd, I'd go ahead and do it. You're not going to hurt the tree if you put uh, a foot of topsoil or something right around that to feather it down and then plant a ground cover or put mulch on it or plant uh, a, a landscape of shrubs around it or whatever you're going to do. You're not going to be adding uh, more than a couple of wheelbarrows of soil. It's nothing like coming in and bringing a dump truck load of soil and putting it over a, a an area the size of a living room right so so you don't have to worry about that but i i think i would do that rather than just trying to wear your arms off breaking that down to, <laughs> uh, it it won't hurt to have those roots above ground um I, I i would just do whatever's best for you to make it look good right away the mulch is a, is a fine idea it will compact and settle and you'll have it to do over again but i'd, I'd bring the bed out and I would use an edging around the edge of the bed. Uh, this is the voice of experience speaking that can be picked up and moved and enlarged again because it will happen. Don't use a concrete edging around the when you have trees involved. I did, and Neil and his sledgehammer went out about eight years later and had to take that out. Was, oh my goodness, my bed needs to be bigger now. Yes, yes. I was I was a young horticulturist, young and un, uninformed. <laughs> okay. All right. And I had a second question sure. on uh, spider mites. Uh, last year, they really took over my crepe myrtles, and, and uh, uh, they, they bloomed for a while and then just kind of quit. And, uh, of course, the, the, the leaves in the, in the fall never really uh, turned the nice colors that they would. They just all came off. And uh, uh, so, so is, what, is there any pre – is there any um, – yeah, there um, is. There is. What was the um, what was the evidence that you had of a pest on the on the uh, crepe myrtles? What oh, it see? was all um, it was dripping with. Uh, okay, uh, that's not spider mites. Uh, spider mites don't bother crepe myrtles. I've never seen them on crepe myrtles. I work with crepe myrtles probably uh, one or two days a week. Um, if you added the hours together. Um, that would be aphids or crepe myrtle bark scale. If you see white up and down the trunk and, and twigs, that's crepe myrtle bark scale. Uh, you're far enough away from DF. Uh, no, I'm sorry. My next call is Wichita Falls. Uh, that may be crepe myrtle bark scale. Uh, it also could be crepe myrtle aphids. They've been around since crepe myrtles were invented, and uh, they will be all over the new growth, usually in late July and August, and they'll be little pear-shaped insects. Both of them give off a sticky honeydew that, and, and cause the, the little tiny drips to come down. That is the honeydew. Uh, for that, for both of those, you can apply a soil drench in mid-May. Hello, we're almost oh, there. Mid-May. Right. And that, that uh, drench is a product called imidacloprid. It is a very common insecticide. I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D. Imidacloprid. I have all of that detailed in our website of the Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney. It's uh, called crepemyrtletrails.org, C-R-A-P-E, crepemyrtletrails.org, and it's under basic uh, care and pest control. And all of that is explained. There are photos of both of those insects, 
and uh, and it's detailed with the imidacloprid in mid-May. It, just put it, it on as put it on as a soil drench. Go ahead. And I would see that on on the oak tree also. Yes, sir. Oaks, pecans, okay, uh, elms. Yeah. All right. It's Perfect. Different in, different insects, but the very same effect. Okay. All uh, right. Very sticky, good. Sticky, nasty, ooey. Yes. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all of the disgusting. above. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Just disgusting. All right. All right. Thanks for Thank the call. Very much. You bet. Take Thanks. care. All right. Brendan, Wichita Falls, you'll be coming up next. Please wait and I will help you. I can help you. Uh, I have, you're going to love the answer I have for you. So just hang with me. All right. She's talking about weeds in her Asian jasmine. Let me uh, tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is a book that uh, I wanted to do. 40 years ago when I did my complete guide to Texas gardening, you say, well, Neil, how could you do another book if you already have done the complete guide to Texas gardening? And that crossed my mind a few times, I have to admit. And uh, so I talked to, actually, I rarely get involved with attorneys, but I have a wonderful attorney who worked with me to do my contract on the book originally. And I contacted him and he said, Neil, are you aware that you own the copyright to the second edition of your book? You can do whatever you want to. And he said, I would advise you not to use the same title, and especially if you're going to make a lot of changes. I said, I'm doing a totally different book. He said, well, then use a different name. I said, oh, okay. And that's what we did. This is this is not the rest of the Complete Guide to Texas Gardening. This is a so much better. It is, I didn't even look at the old book because I didn't want it to be anything like the old book. This one is so much more thorough. This has 840 of my photos. I think that one had 250 photos, and they're... I, I don't think there are any repeats, maybe one or two. I don't know. Uh, 344 pages, 25 multi-page charts. Weren't any like that in the in the other book. This is a really useful gardening book. I think you'll like it. I've had, uh, uh, like I said earlier, 78,000 copies sold and not one request for a refund. I always guarantee a full refund if you're not satisfied. And people would be asking for a refund of, yeah, this is no different. Well, it is different, and I think you'll like it. Eleven chapters. Chapter one is the basics of gardening. Chapter two is that 48-page calendar I've never put in any book before. And then chapters three through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Took a month to write each one of those. Took a year to write this book, a lifetime to learn what I put into this book. And um, I'll sign your copy for you. And mail it to you. The only two places you can get it. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. The only two places are from my website or by calling my office. The office phone number, Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now from neilsperry.com. And by the way, if you order by noon tomorrow and need it for Mother's Day, I will do my best and we'll have it in the mail by tomorrow night and that should get to you we send it priority mail and at worst that's a three-day delivery anywhere in texas book is written for the entire state of texas so uh uh, that's uh, neil sperry n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot com neil sperry's lone star gardening at 3695 a bargain since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right, thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair. Say it very dramatically because that's the way it comes out of my mouth. It's just it's a pretty dramatic repair for your for your home. If you have a concrete slab that was just kind of poured out on top of the old black clay soil here, 
That foundation takes quite a ride, up and down and up and down and over and out, as the soil dries and gets wet and dries and gets wet. That's the way it operates. Our soils are very plastic. They they swell and they contract and swell and contract. And if there aren't piers down deep into the soil, done by an engineer or something equivalent to, then you can have foundation problems. And that's why advanced foundation repair is such an important asset to North Texas. I hope you'll give them a call if you think you might have foundation problems. If the doors and windows aren't operating properly, if uh, if you're seeing cracks in the side walls of your house, inside or out, if you're, if you're uh, having uh, issues with tape and bed work or cracks in, in uh, grout or mortar joints or whatever, these are reasons to call Advanced Foundation Repair. Home inspection is absolutely free. If they detect a problem with your slab, they will tell you what it would cost to repair it, and they give you a guarantee for the, for the repair for the lifetime of your house, transferable owner to owner. And uh, so that's pretty spectacular. FoundationRepairs.com, plural. That's right, FoundationRepairs.com for Advanced Foundation Repair. Phone number is 214 214- Three 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 zero 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 three. Call for that free home inspection. Two one four three 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 zero 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 three. Don't wait for summertime. Do it now. Don't don't take a chance. Two one four three 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 zero 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 three. It's advanced foundation repair. I'm Lynn with Callaway's Nursery in South Arlington. We're your neighborhood garden centers, founded right here in the Metroplex. Callaway sponsors this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Lynn, very, very much. She's been with them a long, long time. Great lady. Thank you. All right, let's go back to the phone lines now to Brenda in Wichita Falls. Hi, Brenda. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Good. How can I help? I have heard you talk about this, or I've read it in your newsletter sometime, but I can't find it. What is can I spray on Asian jasmine that has weeds in it? All right. Um, and and I always preface this by saying something, and I, I feel compelled to say this because I don't want any, anybody yelling at me. Uh, okay. You, you, you hear me say, always read and follow label directions. That's just part of my uh, commitment when I began this radio program 44 years ago. Yes, sir. Um, and this is not on the label. So, therefore, I say to you, this is not uh, a recommendation, but an observation, something also that I have done many times with complete success. But if you do this, you are taking the risk yourself. I'm not recommending this, but I'll tell you, I've never seen a problem with it. Uh, Asian jasmine is, um, when people get Bermuda grass and other weeds, especially Bermuda grass in Asian jasmine, uh, landscape contractors uh, as a regular practice, use glyphosate, the original Roundup, and there are other brands now on the market uh, since the patent long ago wore out, uh, ran out, um, uh, to kill the Bermuda grass. It, to their surprise, 40 years ago, they discovered, hey, this doesn't kill the Asian jasmine. Uh, the secret is you have to wait until the jasmine is leathery and dark green. That's usually by mid to late June. You don't want to do it in the spring when it's that bright, succulent, new growth green. Um, and uh, uh, so, but that's what they've used, and and the and only glyphosate. Now there are other products in the market now that contain glyphosate with other weed killers. You must not use those because those will kill the Asian jasmine. Uh, but anyway, that's that's what uh, what works, and and uh, it I've never seen it do any damage to Asian jasmine, mine included. And, uh, and and people have told me, boy, thank you for that. It really did a wonderful job. But I'm not recommending it. I'm just commenting to you. <laughs> well, do you think that it also will work on if it, there's a vine, a vine in there? Well, the glyphosates are, are effective on broadleaf plants like poison ivy and, and, uh, and others. Uh, they're probably not as effective as they are on the grassy weeds. Okay. Uh, but but you have nothing to lose. You should try it. Uh, the the problem might be if you have briars. Uh, the Smilex briar, nothing really works as a spray. Uh, if you had it out in the middle of an open field and that's all you had was that, you'd have a hard time controlling it with a spray. But for most vines, I think it would help. I think it would most of it. 
Um, so on this Asian jasmine that I have, a whole lot of leaves had fallen on that and covered that up this winter. And so uh, we've blown all those leaves out of there, which was a lot. But the Asian jasmine is barely coming, becoming green. Do I need to give it some kind of fertilizer? Yes, you want to use a lawn food on it, a nitrogen, high nitrogen or all nitrogen, really, lawn fertilizer. That's that's always the case with Asian jasmine, not just because you've had damage, but, but that would be the fertilizer you'd use every uh, April or May uh, on it, and you know normally in April. Um, the leaves didn't cause it to die back. The, you went below zero probably, didn't you, at, at Christmas? We did. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what got it. It wasn't the leaves. The leaves, if anything, probably helped it a little bit. You might have lost it entirely if it hadn't been for the leaves. Okay. All right. That answers my question. Thank you so much. You're welcome so much. I appreciate your call very, very much. Thank you. Um, yeah, the uh, the Asian jasmine thing was just, I, I know what happened was some landscape contractor said, well, I've got so much Bermuda in my Asian jasmine bed at that, that commercial landscape. I'm just going to spray it with this newfangled product called Roundup, and I'm going to kill it all and start over. And they said, whoa, this is a week later. They said, look at this. Jasmine wasn't hurt at all. But, again, you have to wait until after the uh, jasmine turns woody and uh, and takes on that dark green summertime look, not in the spring when it's that bright, bright, lush green. Uh, that would do damage, I'm sure. And don't exceed the recommended rate of application for killing Bermuda grass. But again, you take all the risk. Kathy and Keller, I'll help you with the crepe myrtle question uh, because I think there's another question that maybe you're not asking yet, and I'll help you with that. We'll be back after the news.